To hustle can be defined as to have the courage, confidence, and self-belief and self-determination to go out there and work it out until you find the opportunities that you want in life. You are listening to The Hustle Podcast. This is how I hustle. My name is Megan, and I have the absolute pleasure of being your host. Today, I'm coming at you with a great topic, and it is 10 tips for balancing your nine to five with your side hustle. back again for another great episode. I have a great topic, but first let me uh, say that, you know, if you're listening to this, I hope everything is going all right for you being at home. Uh, If you have a small business, I know things are tough. I can't even imagine what it's like if, you know, that small business is your sole source of income and how you're handling things right now. Uh, But you know, uh, it is what it is. There's nothing we can do except sit at home and wait. And I know personally, I like listening to my podcasts as a, as a sense of normalcy for myself. So, you know, if you're listening, I appreciate your audience. I appreciate your time and, uh, stick around because we're going to have some great, uh, more great topics coming your way. And, uh, this too shall pass. So keep your head up and, you know, we will get through this together. All right, ladies and gentlemen, did you know that according to CNN in 2017, more than 44 million Americans have a side hustle? Now, that's a lot of people with a second job alongside their main income. And Bankrate that same year stated that 28% of millennials between 18 and 26 have at least one extra gig of their own, too. So they're not only working, but they have a side hustle. They have something else they're doing to bring in money. So how do you do it, right? Like, how do you manage everything that is having a nine to five and a side hustle? How do you keep up with the demand of a typical 40 hour a week job while staying sane and passionate enough about your side hustle, which is probably the job that you'd rather be doing full time anyway? Today, you're in luck because we're going to talk about the 10 tips for finding that balance. Okay, are you ready? Because here comes tip number one. Don't compete against your employer. So first we're going to talk about your nine to five, your sole source of income probably right now, what you spend the majority of your work week doing, your nine to five job, your main gig. So it's so important that you don't alienate your current employer, whether you're starting a new venture or just growing it. This comes the old adage of uh, don't burn bridges. It's a very small world out there, no matter how much you might not see it now. It is a small world, so don't burn your bridges. And what could be worse than starting a brand new hustle, investing tons of your spare time and funds, and be nearing a launch only to have a cease and desist letter arrive at your door? By making sure you're legally in the right when you choose your side hustle, it will be a key to success. So check your company handbook and policies for what is expected. Um, Examine non-competes and non-disclosures and maybe even consult legal help before you invest in your hustle. Um, I don't know about you guys, but you sign a lot of papers your first day from HR. And uh, I can almost guarantee one of them is going to be a non-disclosure form, uh, depending on what type of work you're in. So just, you know, you got to make sure, do your homework. You're probably quite excited about your new opportunity or project, but you just got to make sure that you know it isn't going to go away if you get fired or have legal action taken against you. 
one option for you to consider could be a complimentary um, side hustle. That means a job that in pursuing, um, you're also bringing value to yourself and your skill set, making you more valuable in turn to your employer. So for instance, maybe you're a lawyer and you decide to start a blog detailing legal terms and theories, or you're an IT for a big name insurance company and decide to do app development as a freelancer. Or you could be a graphic designer for a t-shirt company and decide to get into branding and logo creation. That's just one example. One benefit of complementary jobs is that you'll find that when you're expanding your knowledge base for your primary job, it benefits you in your side hustle and vice versa. Not only are you optimizing your time and energy, but you're becoming more valuable to your employer. So for my prior podcast, this is a great example of existing career capital. It will help you be more successful in this new side hustle because you already have the relevant experience. When you go to the IT seminar on coding for your nine to five, you're also learning a lot of applicable skills in app development as well. Or perhaps you'd rather have something completely different that won't conflict with your nine to five even a little bit. You can sit in an office typing all day and decide that your side hustle will be a personal trainer at the local gym. Perhaps maybe you work in a dentist office and you love selling beauty products as an independent beauty consultant. Or maybe I have one friend, um, she's a teacher and she loves doing her nails with this dip powder. And I'm telling you, she does a great job. And I could totally see her going into that business because of how good she is. She's passionate about it. Um, and she honestly loves it, but you know, she loves her job as a teacher as well. So your side hustle can be, you know, anything, um, you want it to be, but the advice that I would give you is have career capital before you make the switch. Don't go from being, you know, an office person, uh, you know, to office desk job to straight to owning your own gym. Um, cause if you don't have the experience, I just, it might not be as seamless of a transition as you would think. A keynote to remember here is that the temptation will be there for you to work on your side hustle at your nine to five. But from day one, you need to keep your boundaries between the nine to five and your side hustle separate. Don't work on your hustle on company time or borrow resources to supplement your new business. At the same time, make sure you leave behind your nine to five when it's time to focus on your side hustle. Be whether they are related or complete opposites, there's a time for each and crossing over is a disservice to both. Keeping them separate will help you to perform better at your nine to five and at your side hustle. Maybe you don't intend to stay with the team forever, but maintaining good working relationships will be essential to keeping your job until you're ready to go and be on your own. It'll help you network, build references and other perks once you leave. So don't alienate your current employer, leverage them. All right, everybody, now we're moving on to tip number two, which is uh, setting your priorities. So once you figure out your why, you kind of need to know why you're doing this side hustle. What's your passion behind it, your motivation, your driving force, whatever you want to call it. You know, you have to figure that out. Why are you so excited about this project? Um, So from the first couple podcasts, I've kind of talked about who I am, why I'm starting my own business. Um, and it's just because I hope to someday, uh, support myself, be my own boss. That's the big dream. But, um, 
you know, I'm working to get there or at least, you know, I'm working. And if I fail, it's because I tried. And so I try to keep that positive mindset about it. Um, okay. So you thought about your why it's solid. It motivates you. It's not going to change even if, even if break. Okay. So you thought about your why you figured it out. It's solid. It's motivating. It ain't going to change. Even if you have to pivot your business or start all over, you know why you're doing what you're doing. The next step is going to be able to lay out your priorities using that why. Um, do you want financial freedom? Do you want respect or credentials to be called an expert in a certain community? Do you want to make a difference in the world? What are your details? What backs up why you're doing what you're doing? Um, for instance, Mary Kay Ash, who founded the legendary makeup company in 1963, named her big why as creating an unparalleled opportunity for women. So whether you like that company or not, we can kind of see evidence that they have lived out the big why and impacted thousands of women. Um, and that's because they have clear priorities uh, within their business. The first being the golden rule. Do unto others as you would have them do unto you. The second is a simple listing of the life's priorities. God first, family second, career third. Um, and that comes directly from their MaryKayMuseum.org website, by the way. So you'll see that, that as we continue um, with a clear setting of our priorities, they will shape and mold the way that you treat your side hustle every day. That brings us right into tip number three. It might not turn out the way that you expect. Uh, so personally, I haven't started selling my own product for my business yet, but you know, right now I have a vision and whether you've started selling, you haven't started your business yet or your side hustle, I'm sure that you have a vision in mind. You kind of know inside what it is you want to do or what you're unhappy with and that you might need a change. You have a great idea inside and you might even have an idea of how to implement it or make it better. At some point or another, you'll probably are going to note to yourself that, hey, this might not be what you thought it is. So it could kind of, you know, two sides of one coin here, double edged sword. <laughs> it could be, oh, my gosh, this is so much better than I expected. But, you know, the likelihood is at some point you'll be saying, then this is not what I want to be doing. The key here is to remember that's OK. Being your own boss means you get to adapt, change, pivot, or even trash the whole thing and start over whenever you need to. You don't need to continue on with something that's not working or not bringing you joy. Um, another great idea that I would like to put in this is that, you know, don't compare yourself to someone else, to these Instagram, social media, entrepreneur, influencers, super mega business people. Um, you know, I'm just starting out and it is hard for me not to look at some of these people and, and say to myself, you know, how come I can't be successful like that? But it is so important to remember that you are in different parts of your journey. People reach success in different ways. Uh, so don't compare yourself at any point along the process. Just do what makes you happy and brings you joy. So if it's not working, change it up. Do something different, try a new software, or just shift gears altogether and turn your focus to what it is that you want to be doing. So I'm not trying to say that every time it gets rough that you should change your whole business setup. 
uh, for one, that's very expensive. <laughs> so don't do that if it's going to cost you a whole lot of money, you know. Um, we all know that there are tasks that we dislike and road bumps along the way. But you can be flexible when you need to and persevere whenever you can. So with that, expect the unexpected. Embrace being uncomfortable. Take this company, for example. It might just be an urban legend or perhaps a business professor made it up to show his students. But it can be said that a particular adhesive we all know and love was actually a mistake. The company was looking for extra strong glue and one of their trials just failed. 100% failed. The only thing it held together well was paper and even that peeled right off with a little tug. A failure, right? Well, sure. But one of the people that was on the team decided to use the easy peeling glue to bookmark hymns in his choir book. And that right there is the post-it note. So it's kind of cool that a huge brand and idea was made kind of from a mistake. Um, I can kind of even give you, I can give you a personal example of my own. Um, last year, I tried getting my business off the ground by selling shirts because um, eventually I do want to sell workout planners. And I thought to myself, well, if I sell shirts, I can raise capital to, you know, buy the workout planners. Um, and it just didn't work like not one bit. Like I didn't have an audience to buy the shirts. Um, selling shirts wasn't what I wanted to do at all. Um, so I don't know why I went down that road, but I finally, um, kind of decided I stopped, dispersing my efforts along, um, things that weren't building towards a workout planner. And so I stopped selling shirts. I stopped doing certain things on social media and I just, I'm focusing solely on my planner and I made the decision I have to bite the bullet and invest my own money, which I've done a lot, but that's okay. Cause I'm going to get there. You know, I, I'm going to invest my own money and do the initial print, you know, from an investment. So all already that it's more satisfying because I know that all the work I'm putting into my business is, um, for exactly what I want to do. But, you know, within the first few months I went down the wrong path, but I kind of came back from it. So, you know, it might not turn out the way you expect. Break. All right. Number four, tip number four, here we are leverage what you have right now. So you can't do it all. And it's unfortunate, but true, but creating a new business, it, you know, it often feels like you got to wear all these different hats, which I'm sure there's an app for that, but we'll get to that in just a second. It can be overwhelming and downright hard to do all of the things that need to be done for your side hustle. So start small. Uh, the idea here is just taking time where you can to build up the confidence and the skill set. So do you have a work uh, lunch for an hour, watch YouTube videos and work on your skill set. Um, how about your nine to five commute? Listen to podcasts on the road, which is personally what I do all the time. I listen to entrepreneurship podcasts, mindset. Um, my favorite's true crime, but you know, <laughs> so I try to listen to things that I can learn new things. And uh, I definitely use my commute to help me out with that. So those are just some ways that you can kind of nickel and dime to level up your skill set. Um, it's easy to feel like that you probably don't have time, but for a business owner, that's really kind of not a good reason. Uh, you got into this knowing that you had a nine to five and that having a side hustle is going to, you know, be demanding on your time. 
So don't use that as an excuse to not um, leverage what you have. Um, there's no boss to keep you accountable, right? It's just you. There's no time card. There's no HR. There's nothing. It's just you keeping yourself accountable. So that being said, you're probably going to make sacrifices with your time. Uh, maybe give up your Netflix and chill and not binge the newest season of Grey's Anatomy or what have you. You kind of get the idea. You use the priorities that you lay out to decide what is truly needed in your day. Time and energy are short in demand. But, you know, if you get creative, you can strategically eke out a little moments here and there to give your business more time. Uh, which brings me to the next tip for you. Number five, find tools to help. So this can be a rabbit hole, but there are so many software programs out there and apps and subscription that can help you that you quotation marks need. Um, the truth is you can probably get by without any of them uh, if you're organized enough and uh, you have the abilities to do that, but they do help you and um, they help you in the sense that they make the time that you do spend on your business go further, the efforts go further. We will be doing some tool, tool reviews on the podcast. So, you know, hit that subscribe button and you'll get some great input because I have experience on the good ones and the bad ones. So, but for now, I'm going to give you just some tips. Start with your calendar and use it. Schedule everything you can. Meetings, deadlines, and also schedule when you're working on what. And stick to it. Hold yourself accountable. The best way to get things done is to make space for yourself to do them. The calendar on your phone is probably there, so you can start with that. Um, I find that I have a lot less anxiety about tasks during my week if I schedule it out. And that has been a kind of a game changer for me. Uh, next would be to find your note taking app or any kind of program that works with your style. And it's important here that you can gain access when you're out and about and you suddenly have a great idea or you see like a quote that you want to take a picture of and use later. Um, this happens to me all the time. I use my own note app that I will review later, but um, I cannot tell you how many times I have to stop and frantically write something down because I have a great idea and I don't want to lose it. Next up, you need to find a good project management tool that also fits your style. So if you like lists, you can try Asana. Post-it notes, try Trello. But one of the first things you need to do is make sure that it's not too time consuming for you to integrate into your um integrate into your current schedule or processes. So, but if it makes your life easier, then go for it. And it's better to find a system that you can live with now and jive with it than be stuck with one that you hate forever. Remember, you're the boss. So whatever your business use is up to you. Finally, try the free versions first. Um, budgets are almost always extremely tight in your beginning phases. And there's no reason to pay for a tool that might not even work um, or suit your needs anyway. You can always upgrade, but you know, the free version is most of the time exactly what you need as you get started. Uh, so a lot of these um, programs also offer a free trial. And then there's actually one I was like, okay, this is great. I'm going to use this, this program. And then I signed up for like their basic plan, but it turned out that the free version I tried was like the pro plus plan. And, um, it had some really basic uh, features in there 
that I really felt should have been standard because I think making things like private that only I want to see shouldn't be a feature. It should be a standard thing. Um, so I quickly just quit using that and switched brands altogether because I was not going to pay more for features that I felt should have been, you know, at least in the basic subscription. So just be wary of the free versions and know that maybe not all of the perks and abilities you get in a free version are in the basic level subscription package. So um, some ones I use right now, for instance, I use Team Gantt and I use uh, QuickBooks for my financial stuff. So, but I'll definitely go into more in a later podcast. Uh, but okay, done with number five. And now we're on to number six. Start tracking your finances immediately. I'm serious. I'm not playing around. Um, you know, start right now. Well, you know, okay. Finish listening to the podcast first, but then get right to it. (laughs) Um, so if you're not doing it, you're behind. Uh, for instance, I wasn't doing it really well. And then tax season came up and I had to spend a whole weekend going through things and that's not fun. So I plan to stay up on it. Um, income expenses and all things money. It's hard to go back months at a time to sort out and figure out like how much you spent. So find a good accounting software for you now. Side note, Quick QuickBooks isn't the only one out there. It's pretty easy to integrate, yes, but you know, there are other ones. Um, find some place to store your receipts. Uh, a folder on your desk or cloud storage would be the best. What I do is I take a picture on my phone and I upload it to my Google Drive or my Dropbox immediately. And that way I have it digital. Again, this is kind of where scheduling comes in. You can schedule times for yourself to go through your books and make sure everything's up to date. Uh, You know, how frequent you do it is up to you, but just make sure it's getting done. Uh, For those of you that are already doing that, you are on top of the ball, but do you have a business budget? So if you don't, you got to make one. You need to know if you have enough cash to invest in the next opportunity that comes up or that you think of. And it really helps to know every dollar has a home. Just like your family needs a budget to make sure you can eat and have groceries this month, you need a business budget. Um, And this helps to make sure your business is getting fed too. Know what I'm saying? (laughs) So um, it's so much simpler if you set these things up at the beginning and do your bookkeeping and budgeting as you go. Um, You know, it doesn't have to be perfect as long as it gets the job done. Um, The IRS probably isn't going to come knocking at your door if you miss something right now. But as tax season comes, you know, you've got to be ready to prove to the IRS that, Um, You're doing things the right way legally. So having these systems in place now, that means when you have a stressful decision of where your money goes and how it comes, you'll have a plan. Taxes will be paid, bills will be paid, and hopefully you'll get paid. And if you're doing things good and you're doing well, you might even have some profit at the end to go do something fun with your boo thing. So (laughs) that's all, that's the goal, right? Is having... Um, having some money on the side to go do some fun stuff or reinvest in your business, things like that. All right, everybody. So we're rounding the corner, coming in hot on tip number seven, tracking your time even more carefully. So after the last tip, we have a budget for our money, but now we need a budget for our time. 
this is a consumable quantity and we know how limited it is. There's never enough time in the day, really, I feel like to do what I want to do. Uh, this kind of comes into the work and home life balance. So just be able to schedule your time and, uh, you know, keep those good boundaries. For some of us, it might mean that you work from your nine to five and then all of your other time is devoted to your side hustle. Um, I think if you're single, you don't have kids, um, that is 100% doable. And if that's what floats your boat, then, you know, go for it. But if you have family or friends, or maybe you like to volunteer, uh, what are you going to do with your time? You know, if you're trying to put 100% of your time into your business, um, you have to take time for resting and eating and sleeping, uh, you're not going to be that successful if you're burnt out, pretty much. Um, you need to use the priorities that you have that we figured out in a couple a couple tips ago and to figure out when you're going to plan time for things. It's easier to be present in what you're doing when you don't have to think about what you have left to do because you have, you have it scheduled. There is an image of an overworked, sleep-deprived, slightly off-kilter new entrepreneur, and that isn't anything new to think of or see. Um, you probably know somebody or you know what I'm talking about. But honestly, it would just be simpler if you budgeted your time. And I also want to think and talk about the idea of perception is reality. And I know I see it all the time on social media, too, where these people are like, I'm grinding 24 seven. It's Sunday morning and I'm waking up and I'm grinding. And I'm like, well, that's great. I'm waking up on Sunday morning with the coffee and my cats because that's what I like to do because I schedule my time. I make sure that I have time throughout the week to work on my business and get things done. I'm not grinding 24 seven. I highly value my work and home life balance after the military and working 80 to 100 hour weeks. Um, I'm never going to go back to that. So don't compare yourself to others. Again, I'm going to say that to you. Don't compare yourself to others. Your hustle is your own. And you know when you're working hard and putting in the efforts that's needed for your own business or efforts. So... Budgeting your time in a nutshell. Tip number seven. All right. So it really fits well because tip number eight is beware of your burnout. Um, we're budgeted our money. We budgeted our time. But that grind is still taking a toll. The burnout, it's real. And even if you love what you're doing and you love your side hustle, um, it can happen that you get burnt out. It, it can be very tempting to come home from your nine to five and dive right into your business. Uh, but you, you need rest. You need time to enjoy your hobbies, your personal life to sleep and that burnout, it happens to all of us. And then, you know, like just this weekend, actually, I had a to-do list and I looked at it and, you know, I had my school stuff on there, my podcast, my business stuff. And I was like, you know what? I don't want to do any of it. <laughs> you know, like I'm not necessarily burnt out, but I was like, man, I don't feel like it. Like I want to do whatever I want to do today. Not all these other responsibilities that I have put upon myself. So it can happen to anyone. Just, you know, be wary of it and notice it when it comes. So that way you can handle it. So this just kind of makes a point of build a healthy habit of refilling your energy. Um, being your own boss does come with freedom, but also does come with stress. So just, you know, self-care, everyone, self-care. <laughs> I 
All right. Number nine, learning new things. So here's a quote from JFK. Um, it's that leadership and learning are indispensable to each other. And I find that to be very true. Um, you want to know more or you want to be the be all end all in your field and be the expert, the one that everyone comes to for advice. And if you are already that person, I think that's great. And it's probably going to help you be very successful in your side hustle or your new business. But I think there's always more that you could know. Um, there's always potential to learn new things, to discover new aspects of the field that you've never engaged with, uh, possibly. And this is where expanding your horizons come in. You have to seek the unexpected, uh, seek the little nugget of knowledge that you might not know already. Um, see what the opposition is doing and what they're learning. And if you kind of don't do that, they're going to outpace you. So what I'm saying here is stay one step ahead of the competition and don't let them outpace you because they're learning things that you aren't. So we have some people that love to learn. They don't mind taking the time to research or they have that love of learning that we kind of all learned about in um, elementary school. Or maybe you're someone that hates school. You had the hardest time learning or maybe you're resentful because as an adult, you see how many skills you needed to know in school, like taxes, budgeting, that they never taught you. And maybe you're still fighting your way to learn new skills and you just do it because you know you have to. Or maybe you're somewhere in between, like me. Like, um, I like to learn, but on my own pace, kind of. Uh, for my business, I am, you know, researching a lot into programming and powerlifting and, and nutritional aspects, and it's a lot of stuff that otherwise I never would be touching. But I know that I need to expend my knowledge to, and build career capital in order to be successful, since it's so different than anything I've done previously. So, no matter who you are or what your attitude about learning is. Um, just try to find the joy in learning because I bet there is a topic that you would love to read about um, concerning your side hustle or your business uh, because clearly you loved it enough to start it. So I would hope that you have that passion to learn more about it, to be better at it. So there's other like learning avenues too. They have like virtual learning, webinars, things like that. You could watch videos or listen to podcasts. Um, and that's actually why I fell in love with podcasts is because it's a fun and easy way to learn new things. You know, I'm already driving to work, so I might as well make use of that time by listening to podcasts. All right, everybody, here we go. We are on tip number 10, the last one, and it is look to the future. So let the future motivate you. Uh, kind of like when we were growing up, the question, Hey, what do you want to be when you grow up? Or where do you want to be in five years? Um, my favorite question at a job interview, by the way. <laughs> so, um, for me personally, I think about how I want to work for myself, how I want to own my own business and how I want to be able to support my future family. You know, I have a husband, but you know, whenever I have kids, I want to be able to support them. And that really drives me in doing everything that I do. Um, cause not only am I doing my business, I'm still going to school and I hold a nine to five because I have it, um, in the back of my head, like if this business doesn't work out or if it does get success, but it's not as successful as I need it to be to support my family, 
well, I need a backup plan. And that's just how I approach it. So my question to you is, what's your dream? What will success look like for you? You can write it down. You can hang it on the wall, um, that big picture. But you also just keep in mind, think about the steps that you need to take to get there. Success will not come without the work and determination when things get hard. But use it to motivate you to get where you're going next. And it'll get you through those roadblocks. And don't let those roadblocks stop you. Strive for the future that you want, the place that you want to be, and the person that you want to be. And that's actually my business motto or my slogan is strive to be better. Always continue trying to better yourself. And the only person that can hold you accountable and the only person that can make it happen is you. You right now, you're the only one. So now let's take that motivation and let's use it. Let's get each goal, evaluate it, and have it work with your priorities. Does it support what you're trying to do or why? And actually, this really ties back into an earlier podcast I did um, called Goals, How to Set Them and How to Get There. I have my own way of how I like to do it, of how I like to do things. And, you know, I set big goals and I break them down into how I'm going to get there. Like for instance, one of uh, my examples I use in my prior podcast was, um, you know, I wanted to get all A's and B's in school. So, okay, well, that's great. But what steps am I going to take to get there? And so I told myself, well, Megan, you're going to study or work on your homework 45 minutes a day. Um, and I did that and I hit my goal. And uh, I kind of did that for all of my goals on a goal board and I hung it up and I looked at it every day. And that's what works for me. So if you want to know more about setting your goals and how to get there, please go listen to my other podcast. I go, I, I commit a full podcast to it. So please take a listen and you will not regret it. I promise you. So, uh, just in closing for tip number 10, uh, be willing to reevaluate your goals. Um, if you knock everything off the list, so that is time to sit down and look at things again. Or if you're eight months into it and you're not making any progress and, um, you just, you kind of don't know why, like, Hey, what's going on? Uh, take some time, have a real talk with yourself, re reevaluate where you're going and what you're doing. And, um, hit it again, you know, so just take time to readjust, reevaluate and assess the situation. And those are the 10 tips for balancing your nine to five with the side hustle. It's time to get out there and go hustle. Um, so thank you so much, everybody for listening. I really hope that you have found a tip or trick that I said today that I shared with you today that is going to help you or maybe change the way you're doing things or give you um, uh, kind of like an avenue to go down and research some more and better yourself, better your business, better your side hustle. And that's the goal with what I'm doing here. So I am your host, Megan. Again, thank you so much for listening and stay tuned for the next episode of Hustle Podcast. Go back and listen to the goal podcast I was telling you about earlier. Let me know what you think. If you guys have your own hustle and you want me to highlight it on the show, no problem. I will. I just need you to tag me on Instagram 
at hustle podcast and use the hashtag this is how i hustle and i'll feature you on the show i'm not kidding i promise so thank you for listening keep on hustling and i will catch you next time